What's Up Babes is a glorious morning, a day that we will never see again in this lifetime. So let's take the time to enjoy life while we can. I'm your girl, Neek Austin, and this is Coro is a Crush. Welcome to another episode of Coro is a Crush. I'm Nick Austin, the CEO and founder of Coro, a home-based beauty wellness and design shop, providing premium high-quality press-on nails, beauty accessories, and home decor that we know you'll fall in love with, all while providing a community for self-care lovers, beauty mavens, and small business owners to live life on their terms through fashion, beauty, and faith. Good morning, good morning, good morning to everybody. I know it's been a while since you heard my voice, but that is okay. We were dealing with a deaf in the family, and now that we are able to over, you know, to accomplish over that and jump over that obstacle, I am back. So it, it feels good to be back on this podcast and to be back on social media because I really have missed talking to you all. And sometimes you got to encourage yourself when you are down and out and you know down in those slumps so during that period of three weeks that's what i was doing i was you know motivating and inspiring myself and sometimes you got to do that when you're not able to get to other people and have them to do it for you and so um today's topic we are talking about navigating mental health as a small business owner as you know this is the last wednesday of women's history month and today we are going to give our flowers to our guest host for today so to all my business owners out there whether you have been a whether you're a veteran or you're doing it now or you are in the process of doing it i want you to know that you have to have your mental health in check you've heard the stats stress is the top cause of illness and disability among adults in the united states and it cost us an estimated $300 billion per year in lost productivity and healthcare expenses. That's a lot, especially in 2023. But how do you make sure that you're taking care of yourself? It can be hard to find time for yourself, but there are so many things that need to get done around the office or in your home every single day. But here are some tips to keep your mind healthy while running a business. Number one, take breaks. Don't let yourself get too stressed out. You need to take breaks throughout the day so that you don't get burned out and exhausted. Number two, practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself when things go wrong. You are human after all. Don't beat yourself up over small mistakes. Instead, try to understand where those mistakes come from so that they won't happen again. Number three, get some sleep. This is my favorite one right here. Sleep deprivation is a major stressor for people who work long hours, which is practically everyone. So make sure you're getting enough rest each night. Or get a guided journal, which can sometimes be better than a therapist. If you recognize that you're feeling overwhelmed by your workload or stressed out about some other aspect of running a business, try using guided journals as a tool to help manage your mental health. What is a guided journal? It's a notebook that has prompts written inside it that help help you process difficult feelings or thoughts effectively. It can be used as a way of writing down what you're thinking or feeling at any given moment, which can help put things into perspective so they don't feel so overwhelming or unmanageable anymore. My guest host for today is making her second appearance on my podcast. She is the CEO of Shanti Refuge Journals. She's also a mental health advocate, and she healed herself by creating guided journals to get over her depression. Here's my returning guest host, Shanti Refuge, from Shanti Refuge Journals. Good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning, Nika. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, like I stated earlier, she has been on my show prior. Go back to listen to, um, if you go to season one, 
I want to say it is episode seven where I first had Shanti on my podcast and we was just talking about mental health and she basically talked about how she started creating guided journals. So to get the background story, you need to listen to season one, episode seven, because this time we're going to talk about navigating mental health as a small business owner, because as a business owner, we do have those times where we fall short. We tell ourselves, you know, F it. I don't want to do this business no more. I don't want to run it. Life goes on. You know, life is going in crazy directions. We got to worry about our children. We got to worry about the spouse. We got to worry about everything. And it's like, where is the help? Is there anybody out there willing to listen? And when you don't feel comfortable going to a counselor or therapist or psychiatrist, because there are people out here that don't, turn to a guided journal, which is actually what Mishanti did. So I appreciate you coming on to my podcast another time. And I also want to give you your flowers. A happy Women's Month to you. Thank you so much. I'm more than welcome. I'm a firm believer in that it's best for people to get their flowers while they're here because when they're gone, they can't hear about all the great things that you want to share with them. So introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, where you're from, name of your business, and what is something that would surprise people to know about you? All right. My name is Shanti Refuge. I created a series of guided journals to help people to help themselves heal from uh, life, life stuff that happens like stress and anxiety. Um, and I also have gone into the coaching
the best part of being a female entrepreneur is I feel like being a female entrepreneur, I'm doing something that somebody said I could not do. And I don't even mean anyone that I know, but you know, society, you know, there's still some people that feel like, you know, us as females, we just supposed to be at home barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, housewives and all that stuff. But, or, okay, yeah, you can go get, have a job, but you need to come home and do this, 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 and this. But being a female entrepreneur, we're working for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're creating something for ourselves and our families and for our generations to come. We're breaking generational curses, basically. So that's the best thing about being a female entrepreneur. I can, I can definitely attest to that. When I got married to my husband, my husband, technically he didn't want me to work. But because he knows how driven I am and he knows I love my money, because I do, I went out and worked. And then for some odd reason, I think three months after I moved to Newport News, where I'm at right now, I started working for a company, lasted only three months, got fired, and I heard God say, now you told me you didn't want to go back to work, so I don't even know why you stepped up to work with because I got something better for you. And that's when I turned to becoming an entrepreneur with him. And then after a year, I was like, I want my own. Because I'm so good for myself. And that's when we started with, uh, let's see, the first business. So I actually started under my husband. Then I left him and created the Faithful Crafters. And then I changed the name and the whole dynamic. And it became Cobra. And that's where we at today. And, um, I can honestly say that the best part about being a female entrepreneur is, I hate to say it, but the power. Right? Power. I mean, we're powerful. <laughs> because women don't realize how powerful they really are. And it's not so much as being powerful with money or status or nothing like that. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just having the power with, you know, within yourself to know that you are able to do anything and everything that you said you to know that your children are watching you, especially the ones that live at home with you, they're watching your every move. You're becoming an inspiration, whether it's a boy or a girl. And especially the girls, they're looking up to their moms. And they're saying, they say, oh, my mom is doing this. I want to be able to do that. And my son, um, even though he's a boy, he still looks up to me and say, well, my mom is an entrepreneur. She has her own business. I want my own business. So for me, that's what I'm talking about when I say power. So y'all people don't get it twisted thinking that power means money and status. Because I ain't got no money. I'm broke as shit. I ain't, and the status is crazy because I ain't up there yet. I'm talking about power as far as the power of being yourself to do what it is that you set out to do. Not letting nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Not letting their, um, you know, the, uh, what can I say, the outside Whether it's family, friendships, employees, not letting them distract your focus. As long as you and God have an alignment, or whoever you worship, have an alignment about what it is you want to do, go forth and be great. That's that's how I feel about being a female yeah. artist. That's right. I mean, that's, that's, it is what it is. So, yeah. so my next question for you is this. What are the challenges you have experienced as a woman business owner? Especially in a line of work that I do, you know, I'm that person that people don't want to talk to. Because, again, you know, we were taught not to talk about our emotions or our feelings to anybody outside the house. Right. And 
So I'm the last person that, you know, people want to, okay, I'll go ahead and talk to you. But So when I have my slow periods, it's slow. And that's a challenge, but, you know, I, you have to make a plan. You have to plan for it. Even when you are having good seasons, you know, lucrative seasons, you know, it, you have to plan for it. Also, I've learned to be a planner because if I don't plan, it all, it all goes wrong. So, uh, what else? It's hard. It is very hard to balance work and uh, life. You know, because me, when I'm focused on something, it I'm focused on it, and that's all I see. And then here go my family. Um, we, we're here. You forgot about us. You know, and I be like, go to bed, go do something, go somewhere. I be trying to send everybody away just so I can work. So that's a challenge because I then I realize that's not fair to them, and also not to me because then that means how am I sitting up here preaching self care, and I don't take time out to do self care. So. Uh, that, that used to be a challenge, uh, self-care for I come up to my wellness from every chance I get now and do my self-care and stuff. But, I mean, it's a balancing act and you just have to learn how to balance it correctly so that you won't lose your business, your family, or your mind. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I, I can definitely attest to that, too. I did the same thing. How can my business model be believing the power of self-care I don't do self-care? I went back to exercising as of um, last Thursday. I went back to exercising and, you know, this is the season of Lent. So I told my husband, we're going through 40 days of walking because I need to get back outside and come on with nature again because that is my, how can I say That's like my, I don't want to say solitary confinement, but it, it, it is because it's my time that, I get to myself that one hour, then I get to walk in my neighborhood, I get to talk to God, I get to say good morning to people that I haven't seen in a year because of the weather, and um, it just brings me a lot of joy. So, so that's my, that's where I'm at as far as self-care. So I'm actually glad I'm back to doing it because I've really been missing it. Yeah, I'm glad you're back at it too because we have to take care of ourselves. We don't take care of ourselves, then you know, nothing or nobody else is gonna get taken care. Right, and y'all hear me talk about this all the time. If you got to learn how to put yourself first, and there's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. Because if you take care of yourself, you'll be able to take care of everybody else in the household. Because ain't nobody gonna take care of you when you get sick. Oh, say that again. <laughs> you are by yourself, and they are looking like a bunch of self. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> take care of yourself because, especially. I wouldn't say if you're the head person, but if you are the one that makes the decisions in the family, you got to be able to be level-headed, you got to be able to be stress-free. I'm not saying that everything is going to be like that. No. It's, this, is, this is the real world. Every day ain't stress-free. But you got to learn how to manage that stress, or at least catch it before it actually happens. And that's where I'm at right now. I can catch my stressors before it actually go into stress, so I know exactly what to do to where I don't stress as much as I used to. Good. Not everybody can do that, and that's another episode for another day on how to get that done, because that would take too long. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so my next question for you is this. Um, <laughs> what do you wish more women would know about starting a business? Do do your research and know exactly what it is you want to go into business for. Don't just go into business for what's popular. Make something that you are passionate about and that you're gonna stick to. Because if you are not passionate about selling hair or hats or clothes, your business is not gonna last at all. You put your all into it, you know. Um, and if you are going into business on your own for yourself and this is going to be, you know, what you're going to do to survive, you have to take it serious and don't treat it like a hobby. Because if you treat your business like a hobby, it's going to pay you like a hobby. So you have to be all in. Yep. You got to love what it is that you do. 
I tell my daughter all the time when she was trying to start her business, I said to her, when you start your business, make sure it's something that you can do every single day for the rest of your life and it never gets old. You never get tired of doing it. It is something that you love to do. It is something that you dream of doing. You wake up doing it. You go to bed doing it. It is something that you got to take a risk for. Because who's saying that you won't make money the first day that you start the business? I don't know nobody that has done it unless they are a celebrity. Or exactly. they invested oodles and oodles of money into it. Other than that, none of us did. Um, but it got to be something that you are able to do day in, day out. And you never get tired. And it never gets old. That's the part that is going to challenge you every single time you get up to do your business. Because like me, I get bored very easily and I think that's the Aquarius in me. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I I get bored very easily. I'll start off doing one thing and say, okay, I think I mastered it. I'm on something else. <laughs> Aquarius, yes. So I try to keep what I try to do is I am very multi-talented, and so what I do is I combine all of my talents into my business, so that way I am in every niche I want to do, and when I slow down in one area, I can pick up and go into another area, and I never lose focus, and uh, that's why y'all go to my website, y'all see so much stuff on there, kind of confusing, it ain't confusing, I'm just a one-stop shop, that's all it is. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's what, well, all it is, 7-Eleven, Exxon's. Um, Walmart, Kroger, Target, those are one-stop shops now. Yes. They used to have a main focus where they specialized in one thing. It is no longer like that. Now you can get everything in one store. That's exactly what I am. And if they can do it, you damn sure can do it. Absolutely. So that's another tip for y'all business owners that are out there listening. What do you think is the most common mistake women make when they're trying to start a business? Doing it on their own. <laughs> Doing it, and I can attest to that, trying to do it on their own. Get a mentor. Get someone who has been there, done that, and is willing to show you how to do that and get there. Don't do it by yourself. I don't care how many... Uh, lives you see or YouTubes you look at, you need someone, a real live person talking to you, coaching you, mentoring you in your business. Unless you come from a family of entrepreneurs, then that's different, but if you just starting out and trying to build a business, get a mentor, a, legi a legitimate mentor. <laughs> popular because they have some popular you know business strategies and all they do is take your money but vet your people vet them don't just go by popularity because there could be somebody with a million followers who don't know issue about business and will take your money because they got a mouthpiece and can convince you that they do know where there's a real uh business strategist who can help you with your business probably only have like two thousand followers you know it's not a popularity contest. I don't care how many followers you have or how many followers they have. It's what they can do. And that's when you do your research and vet them. Right. That's right. Absolutely. And y'all already know who my mentor is. My mentor is Kay Cole from Commerce Paradise. Y'all hear me talk about this girl? I think since the first episode of season one of Kobo is a crush. <laughs> but she is my mentor because we sell personal nails and one thing that a lot of people don't know is that we literally behind the scenes we talk all the time not every day but we talk all the time and we're always um coming to each other asking each other different questions about what it is that we don't know or how can we better market this or how was you able to do this and what do i need to do or what does she need to do to get to this point so we are always helping each other and like we stated before collaboration over competition it is so real but it is so hard in our community as african-american people because we are too busy trying to shut each other down and it's like why when you have all these other communities out here helping one another even though that's what we may see on outside looking in but we are known for not being able to get along especially black women 
not being able to get along because we're always looking at each other as a competition. I'm tired of competing with other women. I'd rather compete with myself. Yeah, I ain't competing with nobody. I don't have time. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of the people folks. So my thing is, I don't have to. Yeah, I, there's room out here for everybody. And I don't understand why most people don't understand that. There's, what, 8 billion people on this planet. And not one person can get to all 8 billion people. No. So there's room for everybody to grow, no matter what niche you're in. I mean, you could be with 20 other ladies doing the same thing. There's room out here for everybody. Yep, because everybody likes something different. That's how it works. That's exactly how it works. All right. My next question for you is this. What is your biggest motivation while working? Well, I still have a nine to five. So my biggest motivation <laughs> is get the hell out of this nine to five. That, that's it. And, and I have my moments when I want to be like, oh, you know, I'll just stay at this job. But then I hear this voice in my head that, no, the hell you ain't. You better get up and get back to work. You better do this. You better, you know, reach out to this, 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 this. You're not staying here because the job that I do does not challenge me and I love challenges. And like a robot at my nine to five. So it's like, okay, it's time to go now. And now I've gotten to, you know, each time I go, all I'm thinking about is, you know, actually all I'm doing is cultivating Chauncey Refuge Germans. You know, I still do my nine to five. Don't get it twisted for the snitches out there. But guarantee that I am working on Shanti Refugee Journal when you walk in my consultant that was the motto to it scared so i live by that now before i you, mm -mm, you couldn't get me to do the stuff that i used to do when i was a little girl but now that i'm getting older yeah i'm learning how to do a lot of things scared talking not talking in front of folks that ain't nothing <laughs> that ain't nothing <laughs> but actually being on camera and stuff at one point i wasn't scared to do it and all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. And now it's like, I'm back to being scared of getting back on, getting on camera and everything, but I do it anyway. And even when I do my episodes for my podcast, I literally take a breather before I get ready to hit the record button and y'all get to hear me every Wednesday. So yeah, there's a lot of people out here that do things scared, but they do it anyway because they know they got a mission to complete. Exactly. Exactly. That's right, faith over fear. I love that phrase. I, I really do. I love that phrase. Faith over fear. I live by that phrase. Alrighty. So, how has your business changed since you first started? Ooh, it has changed. Initially, when Shanti Refuge Journals first came out, I was strictly guided journals. Hiding behind my journals. That's what I was doing. Hiding behind my journals. Yeah, I'll tell you about the journals. The story behind the journals, but I was just pushing journals, 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 and then I got a mentor who said, Shanti, quit hiding behind those journals. 
you need to get up and speak. Somebody needs to hear your story. And they're not gonna hear it if you hide behind your journal. So I went from, you know, the journals to actually getting up in front of audiences and speaking or doing virtual, you know, speaking. Um, I don't wanna call them gigs, but you know, getting up speaking <laughs> in front of people. And uh, I even had one, uh, somebody from Ireland contact me and wanted me to speak to their uh, class. Ireland, sure. Yes. So, you know, I started speaking. And now I've gone from journals to speaking to uh, doing uh, workshops and to uh, mental health coaching. And I've gotten a, a local business here in Houston that has. Uh, sought me out to be their mental health coach for their business. Yes, Lord, I see you working. So yeah, whatever he's telling me to do, I'm going to do. Because I never had any intention on doing any of this at all. You know, the journals were for me. I made all those journals for Shanti. Because Shanti was losing her mind. And, you know, but the Lord said, uh -huh. you know, this ain't just for you. Why are you going to keep this to yourself? Put those journals out. I did. He said, get up and talk, okay? You know, and I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing because when I get up and speak, that's a wrap. Y'all gonna pull me off the stage. Because <laughs> I was telling all. So, you know, the business has grown a lot. And that's because I have allowed myself to grow as a person. You know, you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You know, do like we were just talking about being scared. I never thought in many years I'd be standing up talking to nobody because, you know, I was one of those people that didn't like people. So I damn sure don't want to talk to you. But now, <laughs> I can talk. And I can tell my story. There's no shame, no nothing like that. It's, you know, it's to educate people. And that's what I want to do, educate people. That, yeah, somebody who looks like me, the regular old girl that looked like you, you know, she went through all of this stuff and she overcame all of this stuff. So, you know, that is my, my mission. I have to go out and talk to people and coach people and, you know, let them know, you know, no matter where you came from, you know, I meet you where you are and then we're going to move forward. We're not looking back. All righty. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree, honey. I have seen your growth. I have witnessed your involvement and I've watched you evolve from just creating journals, which actually, yeah, on season one, you was just doing guided journals when we first did the interview. And yeah. now look at you out speaking to the world and coaching people and now being a mental health coach and all this other stuff. And let me just tell y'all naysayers and the haters out here, just because you are a coach of something does not mean that you have to be licensed because sometimes these people out here that are licensed to talk to people, they only out here for the money. But what it is that we do out here that are just coaches, we are not doing it for the money. We are doing it to educate and to make you better. So just to put y'all out there, F y'all, I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'm saying it because I'm a, I'm a life coach too. So I don't tell people that I'm, I am a life coach. It's only for the people that have um, autistic children and ADHD children because that's what I specialize in. But um, the first thing they'll be like, oh, you're not licensed. So you would have a licensed person to talk anyway. I would prefer to speak to someone who has experience with what it is. You know, when you go into licensure or, you know, degrees, which I have to, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. I experience what I experience. And I can teach you if you went through the same thing. I can teach you just like you. You know, you are able to teach from experience. This is what I did. This is what happens when this happens. You know, you can't get that out of textbook. No, not at all. And I mean, I'm certified and whatnot, but, a lot of the stuff I learned by experience, I did a lot of reading um, when my son was diagnosed with autism and it's like, it's, it's never ending because I'm still learning things and that he's becoming a young autistic male. I'm, I'm learning all the time and what I do is I learn from people, suck up all the information and then I educate the ones that were, um, that are in the position that I used to be in so I know what shoes that they are feeling. I know that I know that path he was on. 
because I walked that path, believe it or not. But I can tell you how to come out of it, and whether or not you want to listen, that's on you. Exactly, and that's why we are considered servants. We are, we're here to serve, we're here to help. Yep, and I love my autism. I don't know why people shun away from it, but I, I love talking about it because I look at autistic children as the geniuses of this world. I believe so. I believe that is absolutely true. So my thing is, I'm not glorifying the word autism, but I do know that my son was made in God's image. And like I've said on this podcast in many, many episodes, um, if you go to the Old Testament and look at the people that God dealt with in those stories, some of those people were um, mental health. Some of them had a disability. So he catered to those who had the disability, the elderly, the babies. He catered to those people. And those became his favorites because they, you know, they were childlike. He had a mind that was like of a child. So, you know, my thing is, that's just how I look at my son. And you should be able to embrace your baby the same way. You should look at your children the same way. I know that there are adults out here don't know they autistic they go to the doctor and they find out they are that is okay don't blame your parents because they didn't know what it was anyway how can you blame them for a disability you was not even aware of pick up from where you at and keep moving forward and then you can understand why your child do what it why your child do the quirky things that they do because at one point you was doing them too nobody just didn't know what it was so I, I tell people I tell the parents all the time and my husband and I we go out and speak and because we're big advocates for the families locally here and we um we tell the families here you know don't ever be ashamed of your child having a disability don't ever be ashamed of it because if you become ashamed of your child having a disability you are giving permission to everybody else out here to pick and bully your child for having a disability because it starts at the home. Yeah, you're right. So I made it my business to make sure that my son knew how special he was, but at the same time, I treated him as normal as I can. And even though he uh, is around normal um, children, even in high school, he's not in the special education classes no more, but he has an inclusion teacher that, you know, and a case manager in the IEP. Still got that. It's just the fact that this whole point is I want to be normal and I'm like no I need you to accept what you have and then utilize it for the better for the greater good that's all you get to do. and he's learning how to do that it's a hard shuffle because he is a teenager wants to keep going through the teenage stuff like everybody else but with him having a disability it's taking a little bit longer because he got to learn how to process it the processing times longer you got to break it down to where they understand it and everything so um if y'all want to learn more about autism, check out my magazine for the month of April. We are talking about autism. And my son is going to be on the cover of my magazine for the month of April. So it's all about autism next month. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about mental health um, for April. I'm really excited. That's why I'm glad that um, we're actually doing this episode. Because we're bringing it right into the month of April talking about mental health. So all of it works out. As it should. <laughs> <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. So, um, my next question for you is this, and you have so many achievements. You got so many achievements right now. But what do you consider to be the greatest achievement that you have experienced so far? Being confident to stand in my truth and be authentic and tell my story. Because, <laughs> you know, we all have stories and people, some people are ashamed to tell their story or, you know, I used to be that person, but now, I'm, ask me anything I'll tell you. And as a matter of fact, I have my autobiography that's going to tell it all. All right. So, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I want a copy of the book. I, I really do. <laughs> Forget what you heard. for you congratulations on um congratulations for that because i think there was a post where i actually saw you typing your autobiography yeah. 
coming to that. Thank you. It's gonna make a lot of people mad, but you know it is what it is. This is my truth, and this is what happened. And now you get to understand the reason. You will be able to understand the full reason behind Shots of Refuge Journals after you read that book. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I'm I'm excited to get my copy and whatnot. Um, I can't wait for the book to come out. I'm gonna be right there front and center to buy your copy of your buy that book because I wanna I wanna be the cover to cover. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so it can help me understand how you operate even more. I didn't want anybody's help because I wanted to say, I did this on my own. But in actuality, no, you didn't, girl. You know, you went through all this stuff because God allowed you to go through all this stuff. And, you know, you started this business because God told you to start this business. And he has people out here who mean you well, who are willing to help you so that you can take your business to another level. So, yeah, I wouldn't have, the first year, I, I would have gotten the proper help. <laughs> and I did it on my own thinking I knew everything. <laughs> I understand. I did the same thing my first year. I was doing it by myself. And then when we went international with wholesale, I was like, help. <laughs> help, where are you? So I, I can relate wholeheartedly. Yeah, my, my husband stepped in. I had to hire my son. I hired my husband. I hired my daughter. It's now a family affair. So I understand that. But yeah, I get it. That first year, I was gun hope to say I did this by myself. But I think why I said that for me was because I had something to prove. And then I had to realize, who am I proving it to? Because even if I prove it to these people who said I can't do it, it don't mean a hill of beans to them because they ain't going to care in the end. So who am I doing this for? And I didn't even have anybody telling me I couldn't do anything. But I guess in my mind, I said, okay, there's somebody out here doubting me. I'm going to prove them wrong. And I, da, 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 da. And I just gave myself a headache. And I should have just got the help from the job. <laughs> it's all good because now we have learned from this thing. Now we can move forward and continue to grow. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. All righty. We have made it to the end. $47. 
Um, for the first 25 people, we are making progress with the sale of the tickets. If you want to become a vendor or a sponsor, please send an email to iChooseBeSummit at gmail.com and just put in the subject, vendor or sponsorship opportunity, and I will send you the information that you need so we can get you on board and you can um, become a part of the virtual vendor market. Alright, so I have my closing my closing remarks. So um this is one thing that we've been doing for like the last couple of uh, months. Actually, I think I started doing this in season two. And um with the closing remarks, it just gives us that sense of we're getting ready to close out and it's confirmation. That's all it is. My closing remarks is straight confirmation. So if y'all have been listening to this episode and you are considering the fact that you want to take care of your mental health, well, let me give you some closing remarks just to give you um, the closure and the confirmation that you need. So as a business owner, your mental health is just as important to your success as your physical health. Now, you're probably thinking, how can I take care of my emotional health when I'm busy, while I'm busy um, running my business? Well, the answer is simple. You can't do it. <laughs> you have to make time to do this, okay? Just like if you had an appointment with a doctor, you need to schedule time in your calendar for self-care. But why is self-care so important? Well, let's talk about what happens if you don't take care of yourself. Your energy levels start to drop. You have trouble focusing on the task at hand. And even though it feels like there's no end in sight, you just keep going and going until one day, boom, you feel like you're going to collapse under the weight of everything that's happening around you. Now, if this sounds familiar, and I'm sure it does, it's time to make some changes. Now, one way is by using the guided journals that help you set goals for yourself, evaluate those goals regularly, and reflect on how well you did reaching them. Guided journals are great, and I can attest to this because they give you structure for your self-care and business management practices. They also help you keep track of all the different things that are going on in your life, whether that's managing your finances or practicing meditation. So you can make sure everything stays balanced. Now I want y'all to take what I said, apply it to your daily life, and go on and become the best version of yourself. Ms. Shanti, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Just Women series. We're closing it out. Again, happy Women's History Month to you. We're giving everybody their flowers while they are here. Because like I said earlier, ain't no point in waiting until the last minute because once you're gone, you cannot hear all of the good things that people have to say about you. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Coa Was a Crush. It is always a pleasure to um, conversate with you and everything. Yeah, appreciate it. And happy Women's Sister Month to you as well. Because you are thing. I am proud of you. And I can't wait because we're going to the top, honey. Both of us. And in okay. we're going to the top. It's up. <laughs> That's right. It is only up from here. I thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And next month in April, we're going back to the Expand Your Empire series. We will be talking about autism, so y'all know what time it is for the month of April. It's National Autism Awareness Month. Y'all know I get really confused about the month of April. Um, April the 2nd is Autism Awareness Day, so make sure that you lighten up blue by wearing some some type of blue. Doesn't matter what type of blue it is. And if you have anybody that's in your life that does have autism, celebrate them while they are here. Because these kids and adults are the future generation that we have to take care of. And educate yourself on autism. Educate yourself on the different um, disabilities that are surrounded with autism and everything. And again, if you need any help talking about autism or just need someone to listen to, send me an email at hello at shopcolo.com. Conversation will be straight confidential between me and you because, again, I am a life coach that specializes in autism and ADHD family. So what does that mean? That means I listen to what it is that you're going through and then I give you the best advice that I had when I was going through because I can't relate. I have been there. I walked the mile in your shoes. I was the parent that did not want to admit my son had a disability. I allowed the lapse of three years of not taking
taking care of his disability. So I get it as a black mom who don't want to admit it. But I understand that it was definitely to him versus thinking about myself. You get to learn how to step out inside yourself and not be selfish and focus on your children and those people at hand. So make sure that y'all pick up the uh, March issue for Coronista will be released at the same time as the April issue. So we're doing a double now. Um, we have changed the dates. So no longer will the issues of Coronista come out on the 10th because that was a struggle. They are now going to come out on the 1st. So you will receive the March and April editions of Coronista magazine. They will both be on the website for free. All right. So again, thank you so much, Miss Shanti, for joining us here at Cobra with a Crush. I am your girl, Meek Austin. Peace and be blessed. Who's with us in trying to change the world? Over here at Cobra, we're on a mission. It's time to give yourself the gift of self-love. The I Choose Me Summit is a celebration of women. A chance to take time out of our busy lives and do something good for ourselves. Here's three powerful reasons to take part in the I Choose Me Summit. Number one, because your life doesn't have to suck, so you're going to learn how to make it better. Two, because you are now prepared to get through any challenge in your life with ease. And number three, because you are excited about getting away from it all and taking some well-deserved time for yourself. We'll gather together for one day with speakers and workshops designed to help us feel empowered in every aspect of our lives. We'll be inspired by amazing women who have built incredible businesses and been through unbelievable hardships. And we'll learn from them how to come out on top. We know you love your friends, your families, your partners, or your kids, but don't forget about the most important person, yourself. When was the last time you took some time to make sure you're feeling good? You deserve it, and we're here to help. Please go get your ticket at www.eventbrite.com forward slash the I Choose Summit. This summit is sponsored by ESP Presents, Commerce Paradise LLC, and Geeks and Greets. We look forward to seeing you soon. Hey, hey, it's Neek Austin here, the host of Cobro is a Crush, where we talk about fashion, beauty, and faith while remaining true to ourselves. Every episode, I talk to someone who's trying to make a change for themselves or their community and learn about how they've made big or small improvements in their lives. I also chat about what's going on in the world that might be holding us back from being our best selves. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Coro is a Crush podcast, please reach out to Coro Crush Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our new advertising opportunities now available on our website at www dot shop com. book your ad spot today and let me do the rest i love to hear from you